Whitney and Michael Hall front Peterborough, Ontario's newest band, Paper Shakers. Great to have the two of you here on The Antidote. Yeah, thanks yeah for excited us. to be here. I need to know, who dragged who into forming Paper Shakers? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> a dreadful first question. You want to take that one? <laughs> no, you can take that one. I, I sucked her in. I've been playing music all my life, and... I just kind of came home one day and heard this angelic voice and I needed to steal it and, and use it. So it wound up being Whitney's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you already brought up about a background in music. What have you been involved with? Um, well, yeah, kind of born and raised in the church. So uh, obviously just whatever the church needed for, you know, whether it was bass player or drummer or guitar player, whatever they needed. I would uh, just kind of step in and, and fill whoever's shoes that was. And uh, so I, I've kind of been playing for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's Michael's part of it. Whitney, what about you? I'm super new at all this, to be honest. Like, you know, with your first question, it is true. Like, he kind of dragged me into this. I I played piano when I was a kid, but growing up in kind of like an Asian culture, it's you have to either play like a violin or a piano, at least to start. <laughs> and, um, my parents obviously forced me to play the piano. And so I learned a little bit of that, but I, I didn't uh, kind of pursue it because I, I found it kind of boring and I, I didn't really like it. So um, when I met Mike, he was super into music and he had a band. And I was basically kind of like the manager side of things, um, quote unquote manager, not an actual one. I didn't get paid. Um, but... <laughs> I was basically doing kind of marketing and finding bands. And it's funny because I was, I was putting together a show and I needed kind of some openers. And so I knew Michael I was like, Hey, my husband can sing. And then, you know, that first show, he's like, you have to sing a song with me. And so here I am putting on an event and singing at it at the same time. So literally how we started paper shakers. <laughs> and that was all of a year ago. That was December, actually, of 2016. Yeah. So Less almost, yeah. You really are brand new. Yeah, newest of new. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think there's any question that Peterborough has a hot music scene. Can that be a negative for a new artist? Is there too much competition? No, it's like a brotherhood. Yeah. I feel like everyone is so loving and caring, and it, and it doesn't matter what your background is or, or what's going on. It's just like people have been so welcoming everywhere we go. Yeah. Every other artist has, has just like shown love to us and, and has kind of showed us how to be a good host. Yeah. Yeah. I think Say with, more about the totally. Yeah. I mean like, again, there's such an array of artists up there in Peterborough itself. It's like, there's so many different genres, but we somehow we can all kind of like, play together you know we've played with super folky artists to like singer songwriters to really blues hard rock kind of stuff scary metal bands yeah scary metal bands <laughs> um but like it's just awesome that you know we've kind of just all formed this community and us being like super noob all these artists are just like if you need advice let us know if you need help let me know we'll book you here we'll help you get there like all this stuff so it's just been really awesome to kind of find that community and uh yeah, we definitely don't find it in the sense competitive. I mean, there's so many great artists, but we don't feel like we're all trying to compete with each other. I think it's it's so obvious that we all have such a cool, like, creative perspective on art and music um, that it's more so like a community than than like competition. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's definitely like a multi-generational yeah. like community of people too. We've got totally. people that have been, you know, playing in Peterborough for 20 years that are just like, how can we help you? And, and guys, you know, just coming through town that have been on the road for 10 years and they're saying, how can we help you? Just everyone we've run into has been so genuinely great to us. Yeah. And I can see you guys playing with all those different styles of band, maybe not the metal. Because you've got one of those styles that could fit in with any of them. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of been like the pros of our music so far, because like you said, like we can fit into so many genres that we're able to kind of say like, yeah, we we can book a show with this act and we can open for this act. And we'll play the folk fest. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we had talked about meeting at your place for this interview Mm-hmm. I'm sort of glad that we didn't because the Paper Shakers song, God Knows, describes your apartment as <laughs> bats crawling through the ceiling, cobwebs in the corner, and silk blood running through the walls. Is it not time for you two to move? We've actually moved since that song, yeah. so uh, <laughs> things are looking up. <laughs> A lot less cobwebs and blood. and yeah. yeah. It does sound sort of morbid. A little bit, yeah. That song was uh, more so describing a feeling rather than our personal apartment. I had several people tell me how fantastic your EP release show was. Now I'm really regretting that I hadn't been there for that. Describe to me what your live shows are like. Um, they're, I think the best way to sum it up in a word is that they're different. Every single time we play, it's it's a different monster that gets up on that stage or or a different angel or whatever you want to call it. Every time we play, there's there's something we're fighting for and there's something that we're, we're proud of that we've been working hard on. And it's like every time we're just excited to, to be there. Yeah. I really don't know how you two do it because with a four-song EP, that doesn't give enough material for a 40-minute set. How do you flush out your show? Oh, we've got lots of new material. We had a few songs in December to play. So we had maybe like, you know, 20 minutes. And then like, you know, you add on a cover, a few talking, you're like, oh, I'm already at 30. Um, So we had those four songs, which are on the EP right now that we recorded. And then from December to like now, I guess, we added on like four or five more songs that we just kind of written um, on top of that. And so basically like we had the same idea where we're like, okay, if we want to play a more legit set and we want... Uh, something more sustainable we need to come up with more material than you know playing the same four songs over and over again um so yeah that's kind of how we've done it and I mean it's just awesome because because we do play a lot in Peterborough it's always fun to be like hey we're showing a new song and we're doing a new cover and you know we're we're bringing something new to the table um and I think even though like a lot of people still don't fully know all the songs it's just always fun to pull out some new stuff and uh, change Throw up. on new intros and yeah, yeah, yeah. Add, I don't think we've done it once like the album is because yeah. <laughs> the album you know Wit and I did every instrument and did all the lyrics and and just kind of you know produced it ourselves but we do have a full band that backs us live and yeah and I just kind of tell the guys to to go hog wild with it and uh, it's it's different every time we're throwing on a song that's normally three and a half minutes turns out to be four and a half, five with these intros and extra bridges and whatever. And yeah, we just try and keep it fresh in our mind to keep changing things up and seeing what works. Yeah. That's great that you do it that way 
because so many artists are so structured. And I mean, on stage dialogue is identical for night after night after night. It actually makes them boring on stage. Yes, totally. I mean, for us, we've grown up in the church. So we're really used to like being spontaneous when we need to and, and pulling out stuff when we can. And I think, yeah, it's just so important to always keep your show fresh, especially like, you know, being a new band. It's like, you have, you know, the same family members always coming out and the same friends and like, you know, a few newbies there. But um, it's always just important for us to put on like a fun show and something that just, you know, makes people excited to come back for the next one because they're like, ooh, what cover are they going to do next? You know, what what songs are they going to pull out and, you know, what different things are they going to do? So, yeah. And I can totally see that. Everything that you've grown up with, all of your background, always relates into your art, into your life, into your music. The good book, the EP, hints at issues of faith. Yes, exactly. exactly. You know, we're both Christians. We both believe. But, like, we're here to make music. and We're here to just love on people and do what we feel led to do. Yeah. And that's just to make good music and hopeful music and happy music. Yeah. And we just happen to be Christians while doing that. We're definitely not putting out like a, a worship album anytime soon. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely just here to, to make good quality art and share it with people. Yeah. And I think for us that like grew up in the church, it's like, you know, people who make music, they write about experiences and they write about stuff that they've gone through. And for us, it's like, you know, because we've grown up in the church and grown up with faith, um, and that kind of background, it's like, there's no way that that won't be woven into our music, right? Because that's the stuff that we experience and the stuff that we see. And uh, yeah. You mentioned a little bit earlier about putting out new material. Mm-hmm. I'd really love to hear about the songwriting process of Paper Shakers. How does it begin? Um, it It kind of, there's different phases to it. So we've had songs where... Like, Mike has a book of, like, because he's a songwriter. I'm just, like, <laughs> the minion that makes it happen. <laughs> oh, no, not you were to, in that movie. Not to toot his horn, wow. but uh, but he literally is a song maker. He creates basically everything. And so, you know, there are times where he has all these lyrics either written on an iPhone or he just writes and... And then, you know, one day he'll pick up a guitar. We just have guitars kind of laying around everywhere. Just so, like, just so, you know, when something comes in your head, it's like grab a guitar and play it. And so he'll just grab a guitar, start creating some sort of tune. And then sometimes I'll come in and just like, you know, kind of make a melody out of it. And then we try to match it up with the words that you've put together and then see if it works. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, so Breaking Wings, which is fourth on the album, that song is actually like one that I wrote forever ago and kind of lost meaning. It was just one of those ones that was always in my head and, you know, it's just got a little earworm to it and the hook, I always just kind of played and sound checks and and then I just scrapped the verses, kept the chorus and, and rewrote them and Whitney is always a genius when coming up with melodies, so she kind of helped me with that and just kind of piece it together based off of old material, new material, kind of just whatever's One-liners. floating by, really. Yeah. Whatever suits the mood of the song, too. Really, yeah. yeah. That's cool, because a lot of songwriters find that whole process to be a struggle, but for you, it just sounds like it's a natural thing. Yeah, it's fun. 
<laughs> yeah, I think it's definitely fun because you're basically, yeah, you're creating art. So it's just like if it when it works, especially right, yeah. you're just like, whoa, cool. Like, you know, we've written songs where it took us an hour and then we've written songs that took us like weeks to figure out. So, yeah, never really a struggle. It's just like if it's a crappy song, it's a crappy song. We so we get on. rid of it. Yeah. We're not going to sit there for forever just working on one little tune. It's like if it's not working, move on. And we also do a lot of voice memos, too. That's yeah. That's like the key to like record and then like go back to it. Yeah. I have to say that I think the thing that stands out for me the most about Paper Shakers is the vocals. And now I don't want you to take this as a negative. Each of your voices is so completely different from each other. I never thought you could do the harmonies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't even know what to say. It's true. We do have very different voices. Yeah, like I said earlier, like Whitney never even sang. Not even in the car. Not even in the car. Nothing. And I'm kind of, I grew up in a household where like both my parents just sang all the time. And they weren't good, but they sang all the time. So I just kind of sang all the time too. And, And then once I was about 10, I started really working hard on it and trying to craft, you know, my personal voice. And then I'm a little envious because... Whitney just kind of walked in at, you know, 24 years of age with this perfect voice. And now I'm trying to catch up to her. I don't know why it works. (laughs) And we, every time we play a set, it's always like, your voices blend so well together. We're like, are you sure? Yeah. Like, okay, we'll trust you. Yeah. Okay. What do you think stands out most about the sound of Paper Shakers? I'm asking you to be self-analytical here. Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. Um, yeah, I've always loved a good harmony. I think the more the better. That's probably the the church upbringing coming out of me. But uh, I I grew up in a church where there's 10 people on stage and there's 10 different parts going on on stage. So it's kind of natural for me to, to lean towards that. And even our bass player, Luke, tends to step in and do that third part for live shows. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's always interesting because, you know, we could write a great song, but if it doesn't have a good melody and a good harmony, it's just, for me, it's boring. If it's just a good rock and roll tune, it bores me because the musical side of it really, you know, there's only three or four chords that work in every song that uh, that just sound good together. And then the rest is just muddy mess. So to me, it's all about the vocals and it's all about how can we push ourselves to the next level with these harmonies and and do mixed and do thirds and fourths and and just mess around with it when we're at home practicing as husband and wife in our living room that tends to be what we work the hardest on is just the voices blending together and and making that work with melody speaking about taking it to the next level obviously peterborough is a city but realistically it's still small town ontario what's it going to take for the two of you to take paper shakers to the next level? Like I have any influence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you want to take this? (laughs) Well, like, I don't know. Like for us, this is kind of, I mean, for me, I kind of just walked into it and and I'm a little blind in the sense that I'm like, I don't really know where I want to take this. I don't even know, like, you know, on a scale of like one to 10, like how good we actually are. And uh, so for me, it's just kind of like, 
just taking opportunities as they come. But I know for Mike, it's kind of been his dream ever since, you know, he started music. He's always knew that he wanted to do music and want to go into this. Um, and so me like supporting his dream and also like just having so much fun doing this, you know, don't get me wrong. I love doing this and it's so much fun, but it's just definitely not something that I grew up thinking about or, you know, had in my mind. So now that everything like this is happening and I'm singing on stage, even my friends are like, I don't believe you're singing. And I'm like, I know, right? Like, this is just so weird. So just everything like this happening and having an EP release and um, getting to play Folk Fest and just doing all this stuff is sort of like opening my eyes to like what the possibilities are. And I think for us, like... It's just growing on its own. It's just, yeah, kind of growing on its own. And we just, you know, next step would probably just kind of write new songs, come out with another album, maybe do some like actual touring. Cause that's how newbie we are. Like, yeah. you know, do some stuff that like could really just stretch us and push us, come out with a music video, you know, like the typical like music stuff that people want to do. I think that's something for us like next level that we'd like to do as well. And seriously, you guys have huge potential. You guys really are exceptional. Wow. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just the honest truth. Here's something that we didn't get into. The songs of Paper Shakers really aren't clear as to their actual meaning. So then are you looking to the listener to make their own interpretation? <laughs> it's funny we talk about I get about this all the time. They're just like, that song's so pretty. What does that mean? <laughs> And it's like, you know what? The one I wrote five years ago, so I need to figure out what my meaning is. Um, you know, a, a lot of it, I look to uh, what my dad was saying the other day, because my grandfather is actually, he's an artist, but he chooses to paint rather than use any other sort of outlet. Mm -hmm. And uh, they put it well the other day that it doesn't really make sense. It's a lot of metaphors. If there's one thing you know about me, it's that I love a good metaphor. And uh, so for me, it's all about painting a picture. So whatever you see in your mind while, while the song is playing, while you're listening to the lyrics, is kind of most likely what I'm going for, hopefully. But it's more so, you know, if I just told you the, the roses are red, you're just going to pick red roses. You know, and you're just going to picture that in your mind. So for me, it's how do I say this in a new, fresh way? And then I go to Whitney and say, how do you <laughs> sing it in a new, fresh way? So it's kind of a mix of the both where I, I like a clear picture, but I like to just paint the picture with metaphors and, and different thoughts. And, and a lot of it is just, you know, I paint over the, the cobwebs in the corner. It's just you know, you could picture that physically or you could picture what that could possibly mean to you kind of thing. Or you just call the exterminator. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I be, yeah. <laughs> okay, but seriously, what do you want your listeners to take away from hearing Paper Shakers? Um, well, most of these songs, you can kind of tell that there's a an undertone. And the undertone for me is usually, I'll get upset about something. And then I'll start writing lyrics or I'll get really happy about something and I'll start writing lyrics. I think almost all the verses and all these four songs are based off of me communicating to that thing that's aggravating me. So, you know, in, in good book, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to break my bones on your statue, trying to tear it down. And 
your red hands won't see me come and you know that sort of thing and it's just like I'm really frustrated and and I'm kind of speaking to the thing that's frustrating me and uh, and then usually in the course I try and hammer it home with the actual point of the song yeah it's it's definitely a mix of metaphors I mean like just going back to that question like in terms of like you know what do we want people to take out of paper shakers it's like <laughs> um, our friend wrote a bio about us and she wrote you know paper shakers are are what um, something about creating a thought-provoking dance party. Um, <laughs> I like that. Right? When I was yeah. reading that, but I was like, that is so true. Because like for us, it's like we want people to have fun. We want people to come to our shows and, you know, have that 45 minutes of just like letting down the boulders of life and just having a good time and just forgetting about, you know, what do I have to do tomorrow? What am I supposed to do? Oh, no, I'm broke. Like, don't think about any of that stuff, but just come in and just have a good time with us. And then with our lyrics, just having that thought provoking, like each of the songs again, because Michael is such like a metaphoric uh, writer. It's like, there's so many things in there that make you wonder or make you think. I know for me, it's like, I, I listen to a lot of awesome songs and I'm always thinking like, I wonder what the song means. I wonder what the story is that they're trying to tell or what feeling or emotion they're trying to provoke. Um, so, yeah, I really think, like, you know, when she wrote Thought-Provoking Dance Party, like, that really is what we want people to think about us, to come to our shows and have a great time, but also to go home with songs that kind of provoke some thought and provoke some sort of meaning in, in life, I think. The Antidote has been here with Paper Shakers. So good to have you guys here. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. This has been awesome. <laughs>